Well, hello, welcome back, and my deepest apologies for going off the radar for a while. It's been, um, uh, I've had a hard time deciding how to split up uh, information into digestible episodes and stuff, but I thought this one was pretty decent, and it was, it ended up, it's actually kind of a spin-off, so it's going to precede that which uh, brought it about. I wanted to focus on some really old news because it's the IRS scandal. Okay, I'll be blunt. And um, I think that this case and all of the events and the planning that went into what happened and how it was, we were lied to uh, should be a case study. Um, and you'll you hopefully you'll see why in a fairly brief uh, amount of time. Um, some people, I would imagine that almost all of us have misremembered the details because um, the media totally forgot within 10 days uh, about actual events, uh, the IRS confession, the apology, the settlements and stuff. And th- that's why we end up not really remembering anything correctly. But this is a Marxist tool. This is a uh, this is how they lie, defraud, deceive. Um, but they tell us they're going to do something to make you know the country great for everybody. Don't see how that's going to happen. Um, so I'm going to use this protracted event because it illustrates, and I hope you can stomach the content here because we you know uh, we've been dragged through it for like mud. We've been dragged through it for a very long time. And, but it shows you how effective dragging out justice is for Marxism. Uh, progressives have been trained in the media to screech, just move on already, um, just as long as it's not about them. They're really quick to get out and burn cities down when they think it's about them or can benefit them. Uh, so it's part of the plan. It's a necessary tool that protects every step of an agenda. So the, this, the media in this is the socialist bullhorn. And I'm particularly harsh on everything leftist right now because as bad as Republicans are, none of their agenda ever includes Marxism, ever. I think it's a key distinction there. So there's a massive difference between individual cases of corruption and the mad rush of socialism. And you know what's really nuts? When you get caught breaking the law to force a socialist takeover, you can squeak your way out by saying it's an only an isolated case of corruption. And guess what? My nuts get even bigger. Uh, and I'll show you, my fellow squirrels, by using this IRS scandal uh, as proof that even with mountains of evidence and signed confessions, none of those isolated law-breaking, faith in government eroding senior officials will ever go to prison. So the question about uh, that I'm going to play some clips here between Barack Obama, President Obama, and uh, Bill O'Reilly. So these these questions regarding the IRS commies are, um, they were underplayed. Okay, this was about sneaking attacks, Obamacare, past legal requirements, and just going totally into an area where. You can't really analyze, critique, or prosecute, or or do anything. It's kind of uh, like the CFPB 
that'll that'll come up. It's like the that consumer. It's 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 a fraud group, um, weapon that uh, you know was used to operate outside of the things that government agencies can operate in. Basically, it became its own country with no rules and is able to go through and change our society. So um, when the sneakiness becomes the precedent, and this is what's important, sneaking Obamacare, pretending like it was it was legal, legal legit, uh, constitutional, whatever you want to call it, they pretend that's precedent, and then they defend this thing that really isn't subject to the natural forces of our government. So, And then when anybody questions it, uh, people were spied on, doxxed, um, whistleblowers prosecuted. That's just amazing that we just whisked right past that, that part of our, our history. And if I had enough time, uh, it's very likely I could find dozens of cases just like this. There, because the pattern here is a lockstep march towards socialism. My personal view, um, I hope I have a big bowl of snacks, a case of seltzer water, or maybe some coffee drinks, uh, and a lawn chair on hand to sit on and watch what happens when Americans have had enough of this fake shit leading us to socialism. Okay, I want to cover, uh, as part of this IRS thing, Lowe's Learner's communications. Uh, now, Learner turned to, and these are all things that are you can actually go find out for yourself and, and verify. Learner turned to the DOJ because she knew an IG report, the Inspector General report, was supposed to come out that would uncover her political targeting and abuse of power. Don't believe any of the bullshit about that. Uh, it was just an IRS thing where they targeted people who didn't follow the rules because the later the admission comes out that no, there were no moderate or liberal causes that were attacked using the tools of the government. So if you harken back to 2013, if you want to complain about it being so long ago, I recommend you direct your angst at Eric Holder who helped keep it quiet Make sure nobody was prosecuted. Nothing got out um, until Obama left office. And he, had, of course, had the assistance of Loretta Lynch and a bunch of other people. And pointing out the time element that's passed only emphasizes how powerful their corruption network was and that it was able to suppress this for as long as it did. And the corruption is wider than people are willing to admit or even like really think about. Uh, Lois Lerner's own words in government email server messages to people, other people in the government, senior officials was, I think we should do it. Also need to include criminal investigation division, division, which we can help coordinate. What she means by what we should do is this message followed a, a, another email that asked if Lois Learn needed help prosecuting grassroots conservative Tea Party type uh, voter registration, get out the vote type uh, nonprofits. So the response was, I think we should do it to that. I think we should do it. We also need to reach out to the FEC. So uh, they want to get election, uh, you know, Federal Election Commission on it. Uh, does it make sense to consider including them in this or keep it separate? Lerner asked. She's referring to prosecuting the largest Tea Party groups, right? Um, Probably because the FBI and CIA, NSA, using Google and other things that they actually, uh, social media, things they spied on. You know, by, by 2012 or 13, they had, they knew everything you and I were talking about 
amongst ourselves privately, on phone calls, uh, social media, everywhere. So basically they had a, a mainline tap into what's going on between people and groups and such. And they were afraid of the growth in the Tea Party. I think it's also useful to paint a picture of what was really going on at the time when all these little crimes were going on, this little crime spree, is to recall that John Brennan was being questioned at the time. And it turns out that the CIA and FBI were keeping records, were following us, were surveilling us, and did keep a database after lying to Congress about it. It all came out. And then I believe the, the wrap-up on that was, well, I did it, but it's not illegal. Remember? He was the king of whatever I do isn't illegal. But remember, it's part of this Marxist march. Would we be able to call this one of those death by a thousand cuts type events? The fact that there's dozens or hundreds of scandals that if you were to, if you were to face them, if you were to have them all in front of you at once, they they'd bowl you over. Well, anyways, when Lois Lerner uh, got the team together, got the connections, started to reach out for help prosecuting uh, people who posed a threat, of course, the enemy, conservatives, Republicans, moderates, people not getting on board with socialism. Now, when they were going to try and prosecute them, this followed the you know, criminal use of the FBI, ATF, and OSHA uh, repeatedly against these larger groups because apparently it wasn't having the effect. There's a text, a, excuse me, an email out there where Lois Lerner admitted or her position was, this was right after the 2012 election, was that conservatives are a-holes, expletive modified. Um, and that we don't have to worry about outside, you know, alien terrorists. And when we have terrorists, she used the capital R, and she was referring to, in this email, to Republicans. We don't need the outside crazy, because we're going to be killed by our own crazies. This woman was a senior person at the IRS. Wow. Okay, so that's her, her position. And um, the... The way she used the IRS as a weapon and the, the way that other agencies readily accepted the tasking of, a tar, uh, of attacking them after her targeting would be mind-boggling in real time. But why, why didn't we have that conversation? Well, well, here's why. Here's the answer. Because the media covered it up, lied about it when anything came out, or proceeded anything coming out with a lie, which prevented us from ever having a real national conversation about the biggest corruption in the country's history. That's why. Don't forget at the time, our beloved Marxists were drooling to find, and this is what they were really after, the list of donor names. So they completely dismantled conservative voter organizations. And this was around also the same time that the DOJ and the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau that I bring up quite often, were actually extorting billions from tightwad. That's their opinion. There's money out there, but it's in the wrong hands. They were extorting billions from multinationals by threatening to charge them with the usual Marxist, you know, unfair hiring practice, 
practices, sexist promotions, bad, your, your operations are bad for the environment, you're all racist, you're unfair. Um, they were using those kinds of attacks. But remember, the, those business leaders had to pay Democrat voter organizations and immigration groups and, and things like that, nonprofits that are set up to accept those funds. They had to pay those fines directly to them so it was off books. They literally used the power of the government to rob from moderates and conservatives to fund their own party. Not the Democrat party that you and I know or anything even, it's, it's light years away from the Democrat party of the past. It's a socialist party operating with a capital D by it, all of its members. Now, here's what's super important. Super important to understand the difference between the Obama era and Trump. You can even ask yourself, and you can honestly answer, it seemed like things were quieter, more peaceful under Obama. What changed? It wasn't the, uh, the presence of D Donald Trump in the White House. It was the fact that they started the hate campaign just in case he, he won, which he did. And then he took office. So they had to keep that hate on. The difference was just the media and just a handful of ragtag socialists in, in Congress wouldn't be enough anymore. So that's why they had to have some baseless race crap, riots, bullshit going on to ratchet things up, to take in, uh, distract from uh, an improving economy and regaining you know, uh, our, our pride in the country. And like a layer cake, let's throw the whole frickin' Russia hoax on top of it and then drag that out. And people wonder why we just feel different, why, why we're not as peaceful as we were. They've been controlling and manipulating our sense of well-being all along. Now, back to the IRS, because I have a few notes that uh, might help the skeptics who think, well, geez, how could you manipulate, how could you control and regulate um, these deep state people or whatever you want to call them in the IRS, in an agency. How, there's no way it could be that well orchestrated. Well, here's how, it, here's how they did that. The Inspector General for Tax Administration discovered uh, under Commissioner John Koskinen that the IRS rehired 212 employees that had previously been fired for offenses like uh, evading taxes themselves, theft, abuse of taxpayer data. That's how they got our information. You had these people in there, 212 people. Not a lot of them were fired for that, for the uh, abuse of our data, but there's a whole bunch of other circumstances around this. And I believe that some, most of these were in an apartment where there were only six or 700. So they had this huge task force that they could, that, that were weaponized against us, the people paying them. So uh, the IG's report, the title of the report, made it very clear that the IRS continued continued to rehire former uh, employees with conduct, performance issues, and etc. So the inspection was requested by uh, our uh, Senator uh, Richard Burr from Republican, North Carolina. And he tried to introduce legislation to block the agency from rehiring the employees because they'd already been reprimanded. This wasn't the first time. Continued to rehire is, is, is crucial. So whether it's the rehiring of previously terminated employees or uh, continuing to give bonus to people who are doing their dirty work, right? Poorly, poor, poor performer people, 
somehow getting bonuses. Uh, and these are executive types, right? So th- who and some of those can't even be fired. So this type of rogue delinquency at the uh, IRS was he Burr tried to put an end to it. So in its actions like that, Burr said um, that erode our public trust in the government. No kidding. Good luck trying to have that make sense to a liberal because they worship the government. Now, uh, there, there are so many things about this. I'm sure that the report is, um, is delicious. Delicious. Okay. Um, they really tried to put a stop to these things because um, it was the second, time, the second attempt Burr, uh, Burr had to block you know, the IRS from restoring those people. Um, the Inspector General report was inspired by that. Um, and they actually, here's, here's one of the ways that they do this. If you're curious, I'm, I'm kind of sorry I'm dragging this out. But they rehired people because they actually went in, IRS senior officials went in to take the do not rehire stamp or the ability for their HR uh, system. They actually removed the ability for hiring managers to see that those were individuals not to be rehired. They manipulated, deliberately manipulated so they could get those people back. And there's a reason why I wanted some of those people back. Um, I'll get to that in a minute. Okay, so I guess there were four employees that were terminated for uh, for willful failure to, to properly file their tax returns more than one time. Uh, four more were under investigation for unauthorized access to taxpayer information. Really, all you need is one incredibly proficient individual to find enough of your uh, wealthier uh, enemies, right? Enemies, your fellow Americans, but they're enemies because they're they they have a different ideology. They might be Christian or they might be Jewish, and you, you don't you can't have none of that in your in your IRS. Uh, Eighty six uh, separated while under investigation for ab- absences, leave, workplace disruptions, uh, disruption, failure to follow instructions. Now note this is how Marxists get things done. You siphon off manpower from hundreds of different agency offices and presto, you have a freaking army at your disposal. These people are substandard workers. So here's the arrangement. This is how they do this. We won't fire you, but you need to get dirtier for a while to keep your job. That's like these teachers caught up in the riots last year. Hey, you don't have to teach. You don't have a job right now. You're still getting paid. Might as well go and crack some skulls open, right? Um, so... The 86 people were there to make sure enemies of the Marxist state were punished. You sh- they probably showed up at the Kavanaugh protests and, and you know, so on and so on. Um, these are the people that will lose our documents, change documents, modify, alter, falsify, drag a case on that you might have with the RC. They will drag it on forever if they know you're connected with the enemy. It's the ultimate perversion of basic government services. And now these people were fired, some of them, Many of them were fired because they couldn't meet basic job requirements. And some of them were hired back six months later. And here's how they did that. The agency said it was it was all good because they lowered the bar for those positions, which is nice, right? Progress actually means moving backwards, I guess, to some progressives. Now, the, the top clown award goes to rehiring, uh, to the individual who rehired an IRS employee, a previous employee. They brought him back. Now, this employee had a misdemeanor conviction of theft and a felony conviction 
of use of a forgery device. Isn't that neat? That's like hiring the Awan brothers to perform IT work, then failing to perform background checks that are mandatory. As those Awan brothers collected the details on, like, what was it, 43 House Democrats before returning to Pakistan. Now, after the story is out, Marxists made it all about Islamophobia and not, and no mention of national security, right? Because that doesn't matter when you got it, you know, this fake Islamophobia thing going on. Now, if it was a conservative white family, it'd be the biggest Republicans own this failure of natural, national security in history. So these headlines and these insane stories um, that have a, a good hand up, you know, from Democrats, fake, you know, I'm just saying Democrats because, well, let's call them communists for a while. I've been calling them Marxists and socialists. Uh, let's call them communists for a little bit. Here's a great one by Alan Rappaport, New York Times. This guy is a gem of the left. Here's his headline. IRS commissioner demonized by conservatives leaves on his term, right? This is an article dated November 5th, 2017. Alan Rappaport from Washington for years. This is Alan. Oh, let me put a little lisp in there or something. For years, conservative activists have been cl have been clamoring for the ouster of John A. Koskin, the Internal Revenue Service Commissioner, who became a boogeyman for the right amid accusations that the agency was unfairly targeting Republicans. Okay. Uh, hey, Alan, uh, October 27th was uh, 10 days early. The IRS had already publicly admitted it was targeting conservatives only, apologized, and issued settlement payments. Nothing says, holy shit, journalists are in on it better than Alan's bullshit, I suppose. So, would be, uh, would he, it could be that he's dumb enough to say, well, I never read about that. Uh, what, which one is it? Because it's either that or uh, fake news never printed it, or he's dumb enough to say, well, that was 10 days ago. So I forgot about that. So journalists now, the ones that we're familiar with, the, the, the really popular, well-known ones, are people who, people inside D.C. will reach out to and say, hey, listen, we got a shitstorm coming out next month, and we'd appreciate it if you would get out in front of it uh, so it's easier to call the people go, hey, wait a minute, that's not what happened. We can call them liars. Or when you get a phone call from Mr. Burr in the Senate, Make sure you don't give him any airtime, okay? Because we need to keep this quiet. Otherwise, we're going to have a problem. So here's what's uh, here's some interesting stuff because uh, Alan went on to say in November 5th, this week, their wish for Koskinen's departure will be fulfilled. You know, the uh, demonized by conservatives, John Koskinen. Mr. Koskinen's term in office ends Thursday, concluding a tenure in which he sought to stabilize an institution that landed at the center of a political firestorm. Yeah, it was the firestorm. Uh, you just burned the house down uh, and you're bitching about the fire. Okay, that's what they did. So uh, he goes on to say, Mr. Koskinen spent much of his time on the job sparring with lawmakers at hostile congressional hearings. Well, yeah, now we know why he was bringing back criminals. He's leaving on his own terms, he says, without regret. Yeah, okay. These people are special. Aren't they pr just precious? Now, a month earlier, 
on October 5th, 2015, the same jackass, Alan Rappaport, in a New York Times article, said that um, he seemed to think that the IG felt the IRS targeted members of both political parties, right? Totally ignored Lois Lerner's government emails released four years earlier. They had to have that time span so we would forget or not care or say, oh, come on, I don't even want to hear about it. Lerner um, admitted there were no liberal, Democrat-connected political groups target. Uh, put it this way, none were awarded a settlement in 17. Now, I wouldn't doubt for a moment that Obama would have paid those liberal organizations like they did the Muslim truck drivers for refusing to deliver beer. And they probably would have continued punishing Christian bakers for not baking gay cakes. That's kind of why I make uh, cake and bake kind of jokes once in a while. I see a pattern. Yeah, Alan is tipped off very early every month, and his he takes his reporting dump, his reporting shit, sometime on the pot around the fifth of the month, huh? So, and that's after that, you know, or this month was the month after the bomb went off to do damage control, and you know, the after month, um, you know, he also he's able to say we said it first, so this has been real popular. They're trying to deflect or distract. Well, yeah, who holds all the evidence? I mean, uh, there was no Russia. There was no collusion, conspiracy, none of that stuff. Yeah, nobody had any evidence. Um, but now we have to subscribe to these rags for four years to read the final chapter. Uh, what they're doing is they're muffling your natural response. We're supposed to respond as a society, right? We're supposed to you know, express outrage when we've been lied to. Well, when they drag this crap on for so long, it just, it changes that. It's gone. That's why the right looks lifeless, listless, uh, uncaring. Uh, and this, you're supposed to say, well, look at how, look at how animated the left is. They must be right on their facts and all that. This social justice and uh, climate change, even though the, uh, in, in, this mass migration is one of the hugest sources of greenhouse gas emissions uh, increases in the U.S. So let's not talk about that. Let's just say, hey, we own the science. Um, who would have thought that we would transition from the British are coming to, hey, cool, the socialists just took over America. To the sound, you know, I love those old movies where people open up the window in New York and, shut up. So you imagine people opening the window and you're yelling, hey, the socialists are taking over. Shut up over there. We're trying to listen to MS-13 NBC in here. Or pipe down, Prince Harry and Meghan Mackerel are talking to Oprah. Uh, it's insane. And, and I apologize if the story I've been describing, uh, it, poorly describing, is, is a, is, it's because it's kind of a template. You know, you can just switch the names and a few of the issues and you roughly have the same players in the Russia hoax. Sure, um, the Russia hoax, the FBI had the lead role, but the DOJ, crooked ju federal judges, uh, and the media went on to win Oscars, Grammys, Emmys, Nobel Prizes for stories with zero facts and even less evidence. The Russia hoax was a spectacular. Uh, it was spectacular in that the FBI and D DOJ couldn't, take enough group showers to clean the stench from themselves, but nobody really seems to care, right? Uh, bet that changes one day. But uh, you remember when reporters early on asked President Trump if he would ever address the 10,840 lies he promulgated since taking office? That's a marinade. That's intended to remove the open mind from any review of Obama-era scandals. That's just where we ended up. And, wow. 
can I say wow again? So I'm going to play an interview Bill O'Reilly had with President Obama at the time, and I'll offer some commentary. I hope it's useful. But here's how it opens. I got to get to the IRS because I don't know what happened there, and I'm hoping maybe you can tell us. Whoa, O'Reilly, that was a big, horrible criminal accusation you just made against President Obama that there was something nefarious going on. I can't believe you said that on public television. You'll see in a minute. Now, O'Reilly goes on to ask President Obama why he had a certain individual who was involved with Obamacare visit the White House 157 times in four years. This is an IRS person who should not be directly involved. Did you speak to him a lot yourself? Uh, I do not recall meeting with him in any of these meetings that are pretty routine meetings. It's suspicious because Obama never meets with this individual. He had said that he admitted to never recall having a, a meeting with him, but he met with other people. Now, let's put this in perspective. Getting in and out of the White House isn't a breeze. It's a lengthy process that takes away from your productivity during the day. So this guy had 157 visits for typical meetings. That was to protect what was going on during those meetings and to make sure that White House staff was all up to speed on the, the way to answer constitutionality challenges of Obamacare, more than likely, and other issues, and IRS targeting, etc. But here he explains away, President Obama. We've also got the IRS involved when it comes to some of the financial reforms to make sure that we don't have taxpayer-funded bailouts in the future. Oh, but wait a minute. Taxpayer-funded bailouts in the future. They mattered back then, but shutting down economies to blame it on President Trump and then knowing you can take taxpayer money and bail out entire states, uh, teachers' unions, etc., etc., that's okay in uh, 2021? What the hell happened? So you had all these different agendas in which the head of the IRS is naturally involved. Oh, so it's about agendas. Really, I kind of thought that, you know, that they would answer to input from Congress and such, given that they lied to Congress. Uh, so it's about agendas. I see. Well, here comes the confrontation, the real what you've been waiting for. Quit teasing us, Jeff. What some people are saying is that the IRS was used yeah. at a... At a local level in Cincinnati, maybe other places, to Absolutely go after. wrong. Absolutely. How do you know that? Because we, we still don't know what happened there. Bill, uh, we do. That, that's not what happened. They, folks have, again, had multiple hearings on this. I mean, these kinds of things keep on surfacing, in part because you and your TV station will promote them. But, but, but when folks actually, are unanswered questions? Bill, when you actually look at the stuff, there have been multiple hearings on it. What happened here was is that you've got, no a, you've got a 501 C4 law that people think is confusing. There have been multiple hearings on it, multiple hearings on it, multiple hearings on it. So your crooks investigated themselves and found they were innocent, huh? You're saying no corruption? No. Not. No. There were some, there were some boneheaded decisions boneheaded out, decision. of, out of a but local no mass corruption. Not even mass corruption. Not even a smidgen of corruption. Out okay. Not even a smidgen of corruption. Out and this, my friends is why we're not allowed to speak about the past because 
we were right in the past, but in their minds, if they can retain the past that we couldn't prove in the past, that they're still right. I mean, what's this world coming to when reality invalidates the words of a Chicago politician? <laughs> I mean, weird. So this is my message to the socialists. This is why I won't feel bad when some of this shit blows up in your face. And it's also why I'm glad I am filled with joy when I hear some of the stories about what patriots are doing. Because investigative agencies, DOJ, you picked your side. We know what side you're on. And take that kickback State Department with you. <laughs>